asked me to take a walk with him. He didn't say anything for the longest time. And then he turned to me and he said, Woodman, we need each other. Words and music. And he crossed his fingers, showing how they go together. Remember, words and music. Words and music. Words and music. In podcast form. That's right. Here we are. This is season three, episode six. Once I'm, again. Yeah, I'm Crystal Blue. I'm Randy Red. Here we are. And the little dog just snuck out of the room. She is such an asshole. <laughs> Our dog Kona is mischievous and dramatic. And last episode, if you listened to it, you uh, we had to stop because she decided to vomit all over the couch as she was sitting next to us while we were trying to record. Well, today, Dad just left the door sort of cracked open. She was just laying here sweetly. But as soon as we started talking, she got up, pried the door open and took off. You know why? Because there's so much fun stuff to get into uh-huh. outside of this room. I got your little ass now. Uh-huh. It's closed. Busted. She's going to have to just sit here and deal with the fact that mom and dad are working. She's such a turd. She's looking up at you like, yeah, and what? All right. Well, now that the dogs are contained. Yes. Can we continue? We can do this. All right. Let's do this. Anyway, Let's do it. like I was saying, episode six has arrived already. And since our last episode, um, and, you know, it's not been a whole lot of activity. Uh-uh. Just some little things in the world. For instance, it's Christmas shopping time. That's right. It is. I've been trying to do that. I'm having a lot of trouble trying to figure out what to get my coworkers for Christmas. I mean, you ain't got to get them nothing. No, you're right. I don't have to. I don't get my coworkers anything. Right. Well, you have have. a lot of coworkers. Like, you have 14 bosses, a couple of branch heads, and three government guys. But I do have a core group. You know what I mean? But I. You guys never exchange gifts at all? No, I've never exchanged gifts with anybody. So, back in radio, and I'm going to miss this this year, of course. Back in radio, the tradition, especially among morning shows, was to just exchange bottles of liquor. I had some great liquor over the years. Yeah, you did. From my traffic guy and the guy across the hall and everybody just, I mean, you know, we all knew that's one's a rum guy. This one's a scotch guy. This one's into whiskey, you know, yeah. so we would all know, they would all know what to get me and I would know what to get them. And we'd end up with like four full size bottles of liquor. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. <laughs> right before we all left for Christmas. Which it, was, I really started on this when I started dating you. It was uh-huh. really amazing. You, you were like, hey. I was like, hell yeah, man. Let's do this. <laughs> Let me get on board. <laughs> so, um, yeah, maybe I'll just, you know, drop some stuff off at the door of the radio station for my favorites. Be like, here you go. <laughs> Special delivery. <laughs> Special delivery. Santa Claus. Um, but my last year, so last year was the first year I started with Nine Hammers, where I work now. And there were... One, two, th- one, two, three, four, five, five people besides myself. Uh-huh. So no, there was five of us total. Yep. With me, so I did something for everybody. I made a Yeti, put the the company logo on it, called it a day. Yeah. There was only five of us. Now there's twelve. <laughs> some people have the Yeti, some people don't, and now I'm like, what do I do? Do I fill in the blanks? Do I give everybody else a Yeti? I know one person already has lost the Yeti. That I gave them, them last year. <laughs> yeah, so, no, sorry, you're right. sorry, sorry about your bad luck. You're right. You're right. I um, mean, here's the thing. I mean, 
you set a precedent for yourself that where you feel that you have to do something for your coworkers. No, we we all did it. Everybody exchanged gifts last year. Oh, well, then if it's an everybody thing, yeah, no, everybody. But is that is that expected? I don't think so. Something that you guys have talked about no. is it something that no, is no and i think that's the problem is that now i'm going well if we did it last year i guess we're gonna have to do it this year that's what I'm saying. and you now guys, there's 12 of us what do i do <laughs> you've set this precedent thinking that you have to do this every year now yeah you know I what guess. i mean I, but, guess. I mean it's one of those things where really you don't have to i don't so. have to but i want to well then that's on you i know it 100 is so other than that other than the christmas shopping dilemma that i put myself in yeah <laughs> The uh, the Sex and the City reboot is now streaming, starring my daughter. Woohoo! Well, <laughs> come on now, don't mislead no, no, the people. It stars my daughter. No, I'm just kidding. So, uh, my daughter Emily, of course, if you know me and have listened to us for any extended period of time, you know that my daughter is an actress in New York City, aspiring, aspiring actress. Hey, give her some credit. She's, she's been she's been in stuff. So so um, I, I'll give her all the credit in the world. Yeah, she is an aspiring actress to try and make it to the big times. So anyway, the Sex and the City reboot is called And All, or no, it's called, dang it. Don't ask me because I don't know. It's called And Just Like That. Uh, Thank you. And Just Like That. Um, Emily, the first week she was back in New York this past fall, she landed a background role on the reboot. So Which is amazing. It is amazing. So now the this, this show is streaming and now we don't know what episode it'll be. So we have to, <laughs> we have to watch the whole thing. So, but if you were a Sex and the City fan, and I'm not going to give any spoilers because honestly, I, I know a couple of things, but I have not watched it I already yet. know the first episode, so it's cool. You know the first episode? Yeah. Okay. I know how so and so dies. Oh, geez. Now stop that. I just, I just said so and so. No spoilers. I didn't, I, didn't give, I didn't give no spoilers. I just said so and so. But now they know somebody dies. It could That's be a, a nobody. <laughs> anyway, of course, everybody's talking all, about it, it but it I'm not going to be responsible for spoiling it for anybody, especially myself, because I haven't watched it. My daughter did spoil it for me. She did. Yeah. The news spoiled it for me. Uh huh. It was. So, it was actually. It was Facebook that spoiled it for me. Okay. So I guess there's two episodes out right now, and they're going to tear me apart, from what I understand. So I haven't watched it yet. <sighs> there's that. Anyway, stream it because Emily's in it somewhere. Somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> somewhere. Look for her on a stair on the stairs with Karen Pittman. That's uh, who's awesome. She plays Willa on Yellowstone. Yes. Too, so you'll recognize the actress right away. She is awesome. On the show. And Emily had um, a scene where she actually had to pass her on a stair on the stairs. So. And wasn't she giving us like updates where she was like there for like hours? She was there for hours. She was there she legit was all to day. She actually talk to Karen. Mm-hmm. Like, she so. like touched her on her shoulder. And, you know, yeah, I guess they were very, very nice to her. They were yeah. very, um, they were very, they were awesome. So she's uh, going to be in two scenes. One in a park and one at the New York Bar Association. I mean, that's an amazing experience. An incredible amazing. experience. So, amazing. yeah. So now we all have to watch that. And my husband decided at some point last week, he went shopping at Harley Davidson for some gifts. And he brought home the never ending roll of Harley Davidson wrapping paper. Yeah. So, we're going to have this fucking thing for years. I mean, I told you to wrap everything in the, in the Harley Davidson. I'm not wrapping. It doesn't it's matter not- if it's Harley stuff or not, you can wrap it. It's not even Christmas themed. Doesn't matter. It's just Harley Davidson. Look. I tried. I wrapped a couple of gifts in the Harley Davidson wrapping paper, and after after like three, I was like, I can't do this. I can't. I can't put this under my tree. It's not even Christmassy. But Doesn't for the matter. rest of your life, you're getting gifts wrapped in Harley Davidson wrapping paper. Okay, that's fine. Because that's what it's going to take to get through this. Look, you could a, wrap an entire Harley Davidson. That's a fifty dollar roll oh of freaking God. paper. 
I did not pay that, but it's gotta be. It's gotta be. I bet you we could roll this thing. I bet you we could circle the Earth with it at least twice. No, <laughs> come on now. The thing is, let's let's get, let's be a little bit more reasonable. It here. is never ending. You could definitely wrap. Uh huh. An entire Harley Davidson. Probably two motorcycles out yeah. of this stuff. It's insane. It, it it was insane. This was an impulse buy for you at the Harley it, shop it, because it, they offered you a deal. They were like, "We can't sell this. We to can't anybody. sell this. We'll give it to you for a deal. Please take it." <laughs> and I'm going, man, that's that's that'll that'll take care of you know Christmas, birthdays, anniversaries. I'm Legit. Like, yeah. It's all occasion Harley Davidson paper. All occasion paper. Harley Davidson paper. So <laughs> we're just gonna we should just wrap one wall down here in your clubhouse, like just wrap one wall. In Harley paper. No, let's not. Can we wrap one wall in your Harley Davidson themed bathroom in the Harley Davidson paper? No. I'm going to put this, you know what I'm going to do? Because you guys are, if, next time you guys have a gathering over here, I'm going to wrap the mirror in the bathroom like a present. Why? Because I can't. Because I have a never ending roll of Harley Davidson wrapping wasting paper. Wasting my paper. No. <laughs> you know what? You stay away from my paper. Done. <laughs> Done. Just stay away. <laughs> I don't even appreciate good paper when I bring Listen, it home. Listen, it is great paper. I just wish it had, I don't know, some holly on it, a little couple ornaments, maybe a freaking Santa Claus. I don't know, something to make it Christmas paper. Put a flipping bow on it and <laughs> call it good, okay? Forget about it. It's like black and silver. It's just not, it's not interesting. It's all you need. <sighs> just saying. Okay, whatever you say. Anyway, we're <laughs> caught up since the last episode. That's it. Unless there's something else going on in your life that I'm unaware of. Uh, How's your cold? It's still there. It's still, still hanging it's around. Still, it's still lingering around. So You mostly hear it in the mornings when he wakes up. Mornings and nights. Yeah. Once I get moved in the day, it's fine. But in the morning and night, it, 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 it rears its ugly head. A little bit of a chest cold. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's whatever. It's whatever. It's 2021. We're almost done with 2021, which is kind of crazy. Ooh. I'm still trying to process 2019. Like, serious, the last two years have just been super intense and dramatic, and uh, something's got to give. I need a good, like, lighthearted, fun year. Can we make that happen in 2022, you think? You can make anything happen. I can't control the universe. You don't have to worry about the universe. You worry about yourself and what you can control. Worry about yourself. <laughs> I'm just saying, don't worry about the stuff you can't control. Uh, Clearly, you've not met me. I have met you, and I tell you this all the time. <laughs> so I can tell you and your daughter, don't worry about the stuff you can't control. All right. Well, I'm not a con- I'm not that kind of person. I'm a control freak. So the things I can't control stress me out. I hear you. They stress me out. Y'all get too stressed over things that you no. can't. It, it's, it's no. I stress out enough for both of us. That you do. That I do. I got enough zen in my life where I'm just like, oh, how do you do it? How do you do? How do you get zen? Because I don't, I don't let the outside stuff bother me. You have a very good, um, you have a very, how do you, what is it? That you're very skilled in disassociation. Yes, there you go. I because know. if I can't control it, then what's the point of worrying about it? Dude, I don't know. I uh, see. I'm just asking. <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying. All right. Anyway. Can we get this show started? Let's do it. First I thought all, we, we did start it. Uh, well, we did. But I want to give an update right now because we do have an impending contest, an impending contest on our Facebook page. But we can't start it until we get to a certain point. We need 400 likes on our Facebook page. And at the time that we are recording this, we are at 380. So we still need 20 more likes 
in order to kick off this contest where we will give away some fabulous stuff from some of our fabulous VIPs, our very important podcast sponsors to include, but not be limited to, some Coyote Hole. Yes. Fresh cider from Coyote Hole. We've got a couple of four packs of assorted ciders and we got some stickers to give away. We might throw in some other stuff. Well, who knows? Who knows how big the prize can get? I mean, but we can't even start giving it away until we hit 400. That's a, the goal. We need 400 folks and we're getting there. We're getting there. We we're are getting, getting there. there. It's time for say what? Say what? You go All first. Right, so, yeah. Over the weekend, I'm flipping through. Flipping through base, uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. I almost said Facebook or <laughs> whatever, box, whatever it, is. it is. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm looking through it and then to come across this video. Now, it was suggested and it came from a golfing channel. Now, right. I don't know why. I mean, I'm not Maybe a huge. Maybe it was a pro am golf for or golf. Something tournament. like that. But I'm not an avid golf watcher. Right. I don't get into the golf. I'm not like my grandfather who was an avid golf watcher. And, and I have player. golf clubs. You do not. No, I do not. So there you go. I will and I'm I, terrible I, at golf. I've got a mean slice, folks. Let me tell you. <laughs> I've seen you at Top Golf like one time. So yeah. I mean, I can hit the power, but I've got yeah. a, I got a heck of a slice. Yeah. Anyway, I'm looking at this video, and next thing you know, it's a video of Bo Jackson. Yeah. And he's tasting. Bo knows. Bo knows. Bo knows everything. I remember him from the the what late eighties, early nineties. Oh yeah. I mean, when Bo, I was a kid, Bo Jackson was the man. I guess I was. Like a I remember the yeah. the the poster of him with the football Bo pads and the, and the baseball bat, and he was swinging a bat. Well, no, he had this one where he was kind of holding it, you know. Oh, gotcha. Because so, he played every sport. He played football and baseball. Oh, just baseball. Well, he, he, he was the first. Like he was the first player that did it, that played football and baseball at the same time. Both oh, professionally. he played at the same time. Yes. That's okay. Right, right, right. I just remember it being a big deal. Listen, if you want to learn more about Bo Jackson, go on the ESPN Thirty for Thirty. Okay. Watch it. Watch his Thirty for Thirty. It is amazing. It okay. is a great documentary. Cool. So anyway, we're watching this video, and it goes Bo knows lemonade. Bo knows lemonade. So he's sitting there with these little girls, and he's they're asking him, you know, he's asking the girls, hey, how long have you been making lemonade? He's like, So what, these girls are what, like manning a lemonade stand? Correct. At, okay. a, at, a, golf, at a golf tournament. At a golf it's tournament. It's probably a charity golf gotcha. tournament. Okay? okay, now it all makes sense. All right. Should have. I guess I should have, you know. You kind of should have done that, but that's okay. A little bit more context. We're all catching up now. I'm, I'm like all, all over the place, right? Because <laughs> yeah. I want to, you know, get this done. That's... <laughs> Okay, I see. You know, because yeah. um, I've got it fresh in my head. I right. Just, you know, so You're just trying to spit it all out at once. Trying to spit it all out at once. Trying to okay. get it out for So let's people. catch everybody up. Okay, These so little girls are selling lemonade at a golf tournament. Bo Jackson walks up and he's having a conversation with yes. these little girls. And go. And he says, how he goes, how long have y'all been making lemonade? All your lives? And yeah. they're, they're like eight, ten, right. you know, and they go, three years. Uh-huh. You know, little, adorable. Little, little, little adorable voices. Uh-huh. And he says, listen, he says, I know lemonade. Said, I know lemonade. Bo he, knows lemonade. He goes, he goes, if it's if it's bad, if it's good, I'll give you something. Okay. If it's bad, I'm gonna leave here and I'm gonna be mad oh. for the rest of my tournament. <laughs> so <laughs> no pressure, no, ladies. No, no, no pressure at all. <laughs> so he sits there and he takes this cup. Yeah. And he starts drinking it. Okay. And he's drinking uh-huh. and he's drinking. Next thing you know, you hear the people in the crowd because he's tipping his cup up like he's about to empty it. Yeah. Like, oh no, he likes it. Yeah. Turns and looks at the crowd, the cameras, the video recorders, everything. He goes. That was an awesome cup of lemonade. Nice. What does he give the girls? Drops a hundred dollar bill on the table. Very nice. And I was sitting there Very going, nice. "That's that's what's up." Say what? Say what? A hundred dollars. Them girls just made a hundred dollars off of one man. Yeah, Bo and Jackson. they were probably selling their cups of lemonade for like a dollar or whatever. Probably, and they're probably mm-hmm. donating to charity too. Right. So it's one of those things where it's like you know, Bo Jackson just 
you know, just made their whole day. Made they probably made more than what they made in, in a year of selling lemonade. I wonder if Bo Jackson was the only celebrity player at that golf tournament. Probably not. And so this then, is do the, you suppose the rest of them then followed suit at this lemonade stand? Because how cool would that be? Could very well have happened. I mean, yeah. that is amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know of another lemonade stand that happened in. Um, uh, Sturgis this right. year. Uh, you yep. know, the and word got out, you know, hey, this little boy selling, you know, lemonade. And he was raising money for... Raising money for his college fund, raising money for, money for a hospital. Yeah, I was going to say, he was and raising money was, for kids with cancer, I think. Yeah, yeah. It was like 50% goes to this. Some and the rest of, will put oh, him... And he was raising money for a toy. He wanted a specific toy. Okay. Well, word got out. What happened? All, all, the, all the, bikers the bikers detoured to this little guy's oh, lemonade yeah. stand and just dropped... Piles of money on him. Piles of money. So not only yeah. did he meet his goal, meet his goal, he to, far exceeded it. Far exceeded it for the donation to the hospital. Mm-hmm. He and his parents always told him put money away for college, yep. which he did, mm-hmm. and he was able to buy his toy. Yeah, that's I mean that's awesome. amazing. That's pretty awesome. Lemonade I, stands, man. I'm telling you, I don't remember the last time I saw a lemonade stand. I don't know, but you know what? Honestly. Now that I think about it more and more, I think I have a newfound appreciation for it. Yeah. I think, I think next time we see one, uh-huh. we're going to stop. Absolutely. We're going to stop and leave a big tip. Yeah, absolutely. So Bo knows lemonade. Bo knows lemonade, and I challenge y'all to know lemonade. <laughs> you want to hear my say what? What's your say what? Okay, well, first of all, I, I got to try and um, see if I can't get this audio here. Listen to this. And at this time, I want to welcome you to Fredericksburg, Virginia, folks. Oh, my God. I thought this stuff only happened in Florida. Oh, no. We've got, we've got a Fredericksburg man. We don't have, yeah, we don't have Florida man. We have, Fred, we have Stafford County man. So the cops caught a reckless driver on I-95, just to catch you up. He was flying down the shoulder. He rolled the vehicle, and then he hopped out, walked into the middle of I-95, and strips naked, drops trowel. Bust on I ninety five, bust out the birthday suit. First of all, nobody wants to see that on I ninety five. Second of all, why? Why do they always get naked? And I'm not saying this is not a, a gender thing either, because it's not always Women men that get naked. Women get naked too in these situations. I know why. Why? Explain it. They're trying to play the mental game. So this is a distraction. Absolutely. This is a this is a diversion. Yep, they're trying to play that mental I'm game. I'm going to go get with out of charges. Ah, uh, I'm going to go with. Mental issues and show everybody my hoo-ha. Oh yeah, absolutely. What you bust I mean, out I, naked, and next thing you know, you you're found mentally. You're fifty-one fifty, not uh, you know, arrested for reckless driving you're, and you're evading arrested. police. Exactly. <laughs> now you're going to you're going to uh, you're heading to the hospital. Snowden, yeah, to get evaluated. Exactly. I guess that makes sense. However, I feel like you're just prolonging the inevitable. I mean, people ain't stupid. Well, I mean, they are, but they are not. In the, okay, they're they're a smart kind of stupid. Okay, right. they're a smart type of criminal. Yeah. You're still you're still a criminal. Why? They're, well, they're first smart. of all, I want to know why he was running. What or like He's why he was drunk. speeding down the shoulder? 
You know what I mean? Like, what was was he about to get stopped? Was he so? Were they in pursuit of him? Because I didn't catch that. Part. I didn't catch the whole story. All I know yeah. is I just caught reckless driver yeah. flying down the shoulder, rolls the vehicle, hops out, gets naked. So here's my thing. Uh huh. Reckless driver. He right. was, he's reckless. Okay. Yeah. So obviously, if he's doing it now. He's probably an habitual offender of being a probably. reckless driver. Mm-hmm. He's probably driving on a suspended license. Yeah. He's probably got three or four some odd tickets probably. already. So yeah. I'm just going to say that he didn't want to get caught. And then right. he got naked to play the whole what? mental aspect. What would you do if you're just driving down 95 minding your business? And all of a sudden you look over and there's some guy... Dingling, dangling his dingle out in the middle of the day, just like woo, playing helicopter on the I side would of the road. Bust out laughing and, and applaud. You would applaud. I, 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 was, you would honk and applaud. There, you would encourage this type of behavior. I don't know what else to do. I mean, I'm sitting. <laughs> I, I'm, just, oh I'm sure God. as hell not gonna go help. No, of course not. <laughs> so I'm gonna sit there and go. I want to be like, holy shit! There's a naked. There's guy. a naked dude. Bravo, sir. That takes balls. It does take <laughs> balls, and you're showing us how big your slong oh is right now. Yikes. I mean, it's been cold lately. I can't imagine he was putting on that good a show. I mean, I don't know. It's probably a chilly day. I wasn't there. I wasn't there either. Confirm but... nor deny. Yeah, yeah. If anybody saw it, we would love to hear from you, by the way. If anybody happened to be there. Oh, <laughs> love 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 to hear your take on this i just I, I don't understand in fact my i two morning shows ago i used to have a segment called naked people doing dumb stuff in florida yeah. and because it was always in florida you'd find these people on the side of the road strip naked drunk as a skunk whatever it was guy girl florida indifferent man. florida man was florida always man. naked never came with clothes yeah it's crazy <laughs> it was just nuts i think that's the biggest thing is is, is if you jump and get naked uh-huh People Boom, automatically it, think you're crazy. You're automatically crazy. You go, you go to the hospital for a mental evaluation. Right. Right off the bat. Yeah. I, I You got to be a little bit a little bit off to strip naked in front of everybody, I think. It's just in general. I don't know. All right. That's my say what. It's, that's yeah. my say what. So yesterday, my husband was down here in the basement um, doing a little project. You got kind of a couple of wild hairs yesterday. <laughs> you were working on flooring. You were working on uh, shiplap on the walls. And then you started to clean out the utility room, which is where sort of everything ends up. It's like the catch-all room. Yes. All the Christmas decorations, all the you know baby clothes from you know, my children, all kinds of the overflow from the kitchen is down there. You know, the yes. roasting pans and the catering stuff and just all the stuff is in the utility room. And it was to the point where we couldn't even walk into it. You could take like a step in, reach for what you needed, and then take a step back out. That's correct. <laughs> So, couples therapy. Uh-huh. My question is, what is the statute of limitations on hanging on to your stuff after the kids are grown and out of the house? Now, because we got into this conversation while you were down here, because I said, you knew I came with baggage. <laughs> <laughs> and my baggage is in the form of, I, 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 I have stuff from my daughter's entire life, baby up until her last apartment. Because what happened with Emily is, you know, obviously I raised her until she was about 14. Then she went and spent high school with her dad. Then she came back here and went to college, right? So we have stuff from her childhood. Uh huh. We have stuff from her time with her father. Yep. Rubbermaid totes full of crap from high school. Yes. We have stuff from her college dorm room. We do. And now we have stuff from her first New York apartment because she came back with it 
and set it up on shelves. And then she moved back to New York into a smaller apartment situation where she doesn't need it all. She doesn't need a microwave. She doesn't need a toaster oven. She doesn't need all that stuff. She's living with roommates. It was already there. So it's it's now sitting here. Yep. <laughs> My son, on the other hand, I have all of his childhood stuff. And that's about it. Because once he left for college, he took what he could fit in his Honda Civic. And that was it. Right. But here's the question. How long are you supposed to hang on to this shit? Because you admitted that you left stuff at your parents' house when you left for the Marine Corps. Oh, yeah. And it's probably still there. No, it's gone. It's gone. Oh, it's gone. All gone. Uh, everything's gone. I think majority, I think it is. Yeah. Cause mom kept, mom would send me texts, text right. messages and go, Hey, do you want this? Do you want this? Nope. Throw it away. Okay. Nope, donate it. So it was one well, of I those know things. You got like a tote full of hot wheels at one point. Yeah. At one point. Yeah. yeah. I got a, those weren't mine. Oh, so okay. Those were, yeah, those weren't those mine. Were what the neighbor kids? No, I those mean, were dads. Oh, those were dads. <laughs> I know. I can say with, um, complete confidence that my mother still has some of my things from my childhood. I would venture to say my mom still has some things mm-hmm. from my childhood, but not as much as I left. Yeah. Like literally. It's she, been thinned out. It's been very much thinned out. Like they had all my yearbooks that I right. ever bought. Mm-hmm. She goes, do you want these? Nope. Throw them away. You don't want any of your high school yearbooks? No. I have all my high school yearbooks, but I have them here with me. But my my biggest thing is like I, I can't, I'm sitting here trying to figure out because <laughs> my daughter, you know, living in New York City she her bedroom is here and the closet's still full of her stuff the dresser is still full of her stuff she's got a nightstand full of her stuff and then the bookshelf full of her stuff all in her room Mm -hmm. right and she has said i will get it as i can you know it's not it's not like i'm gonna leave it there forever i will get it as i can but in addition to that room there's also a guest room in our house with the closet is full of rubbermaid totes of emily's stuff Uh come down to this utility room that you closed out here that you cleaned out yesterday that you cleaned you organized yesterday there are a lot of totes (laughs) With Emily's name on it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure if uh, if she came home with a U-Haul, we could fill it with totes oh, absolutely. and her stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. It would be not difficult at all. No, it wouldn't be. <laughs> so what is the statute of limitations on hanging on to stuff after the kids are grown and out of the house? How long is a parent obligated to hang on to their stuff? That's a great question. I don't know. I mean... Because in my mind, as a mom... You want to hang I don't on think to there is a statute of limitations. Right. I think that I hang on to this shit forever. As long as you want. <laughs> I However, hang on to the box of rocks that my what? son brought. This is, this is true. <laughs> I have but some rocks. of it's real pretty. I mean, it's aggregate and it's... it's... Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, um, it's not necessary for me to keep it. No. Pez dispensers. <laughs> However, what did you say yesterday? What did I say yesterday? While we were cleaning up. I don't know. You know, when we were talking about this uh-huh. stuff, you were like... Well, what happens to the point if we want to move and downsize? At that point, we have to make a decision on all this stuff. Correct. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's... As long as I have room for it, I will keep it. Maybe that's the that's the rule. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> He's like, I really wish that you would throw it all away. No, but- <laughs> I, I do not wish that you would throw it away. No, 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 no. That has never come out of my mouth I have saying that stuff. baby blankets. There is one giant purple tote just full of stuffed animals. Stuffed animals. Now, which one of my grown children needs a box full of stuffed animals? Neither of them. But can I let them go? And it's not necessarily me. There is some sentimental attachment from my child <laughs> to her stuff. She's definitely, um, she definitely wants to keep, you know, those memories. I'm all about keeping those memories. Yeah, because I, I have tasked her 
with thinning this stuff out. And as far as I know, the stuff that we have now is the thinned out stuff. Randy's shaking his head. No. He's like, no, it can't possibly be. Uh-uh. There's just too much crap. Yeah. yeah. No, and there is some stuff that I think that she would be willing to part with at this point. Some old pots and pans and things from her old apartment and whatnot. But I feel like as a mom, it is our job. And I may be completely wrong on this, but I think that this was passed on to me from generations of mothers who kept their kids crap forever and ever and ever. I feel like I'm just supposed to keep it. I feel like that's my job to, I don't know, hang on to it just in case. One day they come home, they want to dig through it. So I'm all about (laughs) keeping things for memories. Mm -hmm. I'm all about that. Yeah. I have no issues with that. I mean, I I pulled out some memorabilia stuff that I've, you know, I have, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't have a lot. I'm I'm not. You're not the most sentimental guy. I am not the most sentimental guy. I've got things that I've gotten rid of from my deployments, you know, that I, I had. Just, commendations yeah. and certificates and things yeah, like I just, that whatever it's I've, and I've, i'm I've, like why aren't these hung on the wall hell, i've thrown things away that i've gotten from overseas and stuff it's just like eh, i don't need this or i've yeah. donated it or whatnot you know right my thing is I, I get to a point where i look at things and i'm like oh my god i'm becoming a hoarder <laughs> well, i don't and think I'm it's serious. that bad but yeah it, it's not that bad no it, it, it really but you start it. to Let's, feel like it but i start to feel that way so then i start offloading all my crap like, so, but see, that's where the that's where I think I'm hung up. I have no problem liberating my own shit. Like I will throw out my own stuff. It's when it comes to my kids' stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's I've got pic- photo albums full of pictures. I've got, like I said, I'm know? not opposed to yeah. having those specific things to to recreate those memories of. Yeah. Oh, I I remember this. I I remember when Emily did with this stuffed animal right or, you know, this particular one it's or not even this, like that. that those stuffed animals are so they're like brand new she just had she the child used to sleep under a pile of stuffed but that, animals that, but <laughs> that's part of my example if there was yeah. one particular then yeah i could say okay i understand why you keep right. this you know i understand the story behind that yeah but you get to the point when there's a whole tote of brand new ones that haven't seen the light <laughs> of day and they have been down here in the basement for uh-huh. how long has their stuff been here how long how long when did i move in three years and 17 2018, 17? 17, end of 17, I yeah. think I moved in. So yeah, uh-huh, yeah. But, I'm you, just, I, but you saw me yesterday, I open a box, or I open a drawer, there's like a little plastic container thing, and I pull open one of the drawers, and I'm like, oh, I remember these rocks. Literally, yeah. it's a freaking drawer of rocks that my child had picked up somewhere along the way in northern Minnesota. There's agates, there's granite, there's some iron ore in there. So, yeah. so these were things that were collected on walks through the woods in northern Minnesota with my dad, you know, that my child collected with my dad, hanging out with grandpa and picking up driftwood from Lake Superior and all of this stuff. And like, I can't remember what I ate yesterday, but I can remember that that trip was special, you know? And so now I look at this rock. <laughs> which has absolutely no monetary value. It's just a compl- right. it's nothing but taking up space and I look at it and I'm like, but I can't I can't throw it away because that's grandpa. And yeah. Ed, that's and, grandpa and, and, and Eddie time. But that's the stuff I'm talking about like yeah. yeah, okay, that's great. Yeah. But you know, there's other stuff like books. Oh yeah. Do so you need to hold on to all the books? Dude, can, I have so we, many books. Can we donate them to the library? Maybe. I have we, books from my childhood you know, all is, the way up through my kids. You know, the stuffed animals. Is there a thing where you can take them to the fire department? I and actually donate them have looked them? into donating stuffed animals and most places won't take them because they hold dust mites. So yeah, so we'll <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sorry. As usual, our dogs are doing comedic things in the background of our podcast. One of our dogs just climbed up on the couch and sat on the head of our other dog. And now Kimmy's over here huffing and puffing she's like she's been violated. Like... She is mad as hell. And the yeah, other one is. is just curled up like, what? What? <laughs> it's okay. That's all right. That was rude, wasn't it? Yes, that was very, very rude. Yeah, I, I didn't like it. You know, I know you said the whole yeah. dust my thing. I didn't know if there was, a, you know, like the fire department. Did they... I think there are some programs that you can get. You know, yeah. so. But I, it, in order to do that, I need my daughter's permission. <laughs> and absolutely. I'm not saying we have to get rid of everything without her her knowing. You yeah. know, it's it's her stuff. I want her to take ownership of it and be like, hey. Yeah. You know, are you going to use this or are you not? Right. Because you know, a, a couple of weeks ago, I did go in and clean her bedroom. And there was, um, you know, old candy from last Christmas uh-huh. and, you know, things like that. There was chocolates that people had sent her and they were definitely old. And so I started throwing things away. And when I let her know that I was doing it, she's like, it's fine. I'm used to my stuff being thrown away. And I felt horrible. Yeah. Well, I don't feel so horrible when there's open <laughs> shipping boxes still in there that could be either be recycled or thrown away. Like, yeah. So no. I threw away only things that were obviously trash, I swear. Yes. And then I straightened everything else. So yeah. So that's the couple's therapy question today. What is the statute of limitations on hanging on to your kid's crap? Or what is the statute of li- what do you expect from your parents? You know what I mean? Are your parents still holding on to your crap? Because I know my mother could pull out four folders of my old schoolwork from elementary school. You know oh what I mean? God, I don't she, even know about that. She's kept all of that yeah, stuff. I don't think my mom, no. Yeah. Plus, I wasn't a, a, a great student anyway, so it doesn't matter. It's not stuff you want to be like bringing back the memory of. <laughs> oh, hell no. Half-ass and pass, baby. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. All right. So... I say we move on to what the fork. Are you ready? <laughs> let's do it. He said, let's do it. So I want to talk about, um, oh, wait a second. Is it time? Wait, one, two. No, we're going to break after what the fork and talk about our VIPs. But one of our very important podcast sponsors is Sprelly. And Sprelly is also the subject of our what the fork today. Because Sprelly is like our favorite thing. Favorite legit favorite thing we used and to go on dates there seriously like seriously no like we no had bullshit. a tradition but back when they were in the made in virginia store they had a little lunch counter where yep. they would make sandwiches and they would make crepes and with the peanut butter and jelly that they that they created uh-huh and they were some of the most delicious food items you'd oh, yeah. ever want I've, downtown oh. he used to do late night crepes um in the window Right. Like you could walk, walk by and watch him making crepes. Yeah. And you could walk up to the they had a side walk up window. You go order one. You get it at like nine o'clock at night walking down the street in uh, in um, downtown Fredericksburg, which was always a cool thing. Go but have, we used to go, go have a few hard drinks and then uh-huh. come out and have a couple crepes. Get yourself a nanner nutter scotch. Oh. Man, a yo <laughs> So, and anybody who knows about Sprelly knows exactly what we're talking about. However, uh-huh. they have moved now, and they have just, in, over the weekend, had their grand opening, the ribbon-cutting ceremony, the They're grand official. opening celebration. They are officially in their new home on Princess Anne Street. Officially open for business. Which is incredible. It's Absolutely. so, so, so awesome, and we're so happy for them. But we just want to sing the praises right now of our fabulous friends at Sprelly. Absolutely. Because when it comes to snackage, when it comes to peanut butter and jelly, I mean, there isn't really anything more just simple and wonderful as a PB&J. Agreed. You know? Agreed, 100%. I think it's more American than apple pie. 
if you ask me. Oh, that's a good debate. I don't like apple pie, so I guess oh, I, I know you that's don't. Easy for see, me to that's say. That's easy for you to say. And I also don't have a peanut allergy. So if you have a nut allergy, obviously this this particular topic of conversation doesn't apply to you. But you could also go get like they have jellies, they have cool things, they have gift items and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, but right now, the, you can actually buy their crepe mix, which we have some still. We have tried mix, and it's, we're not the best at it. No, it's delicious though. No, it's delicious, but yeah. we ain't the best at making them. <laughs> we tried. They have um, they have munchies. They have cans of peanuts with the the raging Cajun seasoning. They have Chesapeake Bay seasoning, which is Old Bay seasoning. Old Bay seasoning, salt and pepper. Yeah, all oh, that salt and pepper ones are good. Double chocolate dipped. Oh, those are gone. Those yeah. are good. The Eng- those are gone. Yeah, oh, the yeah. English toffee. Those are good. Peanuts, so 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 delicious. What is your favorite peanut butter flavor, though? Do you think from there or almond butter flavor? I should say Ooh. they have both. I think the breakfast blend is honestly my favorite. Breakfast blend yeah. is your favorite. So I think there is one and I'm dang it, I'm trying to, I'm on their website and I'm trying to find the um all the flavors. Because like a white I want to make sure macadamia. No. The white chocolate almond butter. Yeah, that's is what it is. Delicious. That's, that's another good one. Okay, flavors. Here we go. I'm 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 on the right, I'm on the right track here. Sprelly is the new way. To, okay, it's the salted butterscotch peanut butter. And they just brought this flavor back. Yeah, that's a good one. It's so, so, so delicious. That one is amazing. Very good. White chocolate almond butter. Fantastic. Fan, 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 fantastic. There's a sweet Thai chili peanut butter. Now, I don't do spicy. It's not really my thing. But I have heard other people rave about the sweet Thai chili peanut butter. I've tried it. It's good. Yeah. It's just not my cup of tea. Right. It's it's spicy. The breakfast blend is a cinnamon French toast peanut butter. Yeah, I and love it. I have legit sat with a container of that and like some oyster crackers and uh-huh. just eaten it as a snack. I eat it by a spoonful. Absolutely. No, no so, shame. so, so, so yummy. White chocolate caramel peanut butter. That's the other one. That's that the is other one. Yep. 100% my favorite because it legit tastes like peanut butter cookie dough. Yeah. The entire jar. Uh-huh. Peanut butter cookie dough. That's the flavor. White chocolate caramel peanut butter. So good. So, so good. They also have a honey roasted peanut butter. Which is delicious. Absolutely delicious. They have an all natural peanut butter. They have an almond butter. Delicious. And so if you're into the nut butters, they've got something for everyone. 100%. And I want to know when he's going to do natural. pistachio butter. Interesting. I don't know if anybody's ever done a pistachio butter. I know cashew butters. I've seen it on a movie. You sat on a movie? I saw pistachio butter on a movie. Oh, Adrian, if you're listening. <laughs> pistachio I, I, thought it was, butter. I thought it was interesting. Was, was it like, green? It was green. Interesting. Very so. interesting. Huh. I wonder what that would taste like. What the fork, though? Sprelly. You got to get down there. And what's cool about it right now, of course, it's Christmas shopping season. They have really cool gift baskets all <laughs> made up together, just like bows on it and everything. You can walk in, grab it, and go. It's Not that only simple. that, they right. got cool mugs. They do. They have peanut butter and jelly mugs. Like I mean, they are. Yeah, they are cool. There, there's some ginormous ones. If you're one of those people like me who likes a big cup of coffee in the morning, and then they have a regular cup size cups too. And what else? If you want mm-hmm. a jar for a gift idea, yeah, grab you a coffee cup. Yep. Put a jar of peanut butter inside it. Absolutely, it fits. It fits. You showed us that. Yeah, and they do have some jellies too. There, oh, by yeah, the they way, do. they, they do. have they have a stock of jellies. So you need to go check that out because their jellies are delicious. Delicious. Um. Yeah. So Sprelly, we cannot sing their praises enough. No. So what the fork? Sprelly. Sprelly. That's what the fork? Right there. All right. Now it's time for our VIPs roll call. Roll call. Yes. 
hit it. Our uh, VIPs, the Words and Music Podcast, brought to you by Healthy Beginnings, Wellness and Aesthetics, from Botox to Bioidentical Hormone Replacement, keeping you skinny, sexy, strong, and satisfied. Visit healthybeginningswellness.com. Right now they're doing a 12 deals of Christmas at Healthy Beginnings. They just did a holiday open house so that you people could come down and see everything that's going on. But they have some amazing deals going on. So check them out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, find Healthy Beginnings Wellness and Aesthetics. They always have amazing deals this time of year. Legit. Like legit. They take care of you. They want you to be healthy. Yes. And I don't think there's a whole lot that we haven't done there. So if you need an opinion on some of their services, we're happy to help. Hit us up in the DMs. That's right. Our The rest of our VIPs roll call continues. We are also brought to you by Nine Hammers for roofing, siding, windows, doors, gutters, decks, heating, and air conditioning where homeowners find peace of mind. Visit ninehammers.com and do it now, especially right now, because you are in the last few days of the 2021 Christmas contest, a Nintendo Switch OLED up for grabs, plus a $500 Visa gift card. And they will be giving that away very, very soon. So check out ninehammers.com. Check them out on their Facebook and Instagram for more information on that. Can I enter? Uh, No. Because you are the spouse of an employee. (laughs) Sorry about your luck. I know. Denied by the spouse employee (laughs) crap. All my years in radio, you were never eligible for any contests there either. And now here we go again. Fine. What's going on at Cowboy Jacks? The best happy hour in town, 3 to 7 p.m., seven days a week, Plank Road, Fredericksburg. Follow Cowboy Jacks on Facebook for specials and events. Yeah. I love Cowboy Jacks. They were just, um, they just posted a picture not too long ago of one of their. Delicious looking burgers. Their burgers are good. Oh my God, they're so good. Their burgers are good. And they're on special every Wednesday. So yes, go check are. them out. We Live music. We do need to go have a burger. Agreed. Live music back to it. Cowboy Jacks. Go see Sam. Yeah. And like we said, Sprelly, one of our fabulous, very important podcast sponsors, the new way to PB&J. Now in their new location on Princess Anne Street, downtown Fredericksburg. And order online at Sprelly.com. Yes. Try it. Really. Do it. He's making waves, folks. So he's been many on waves. news. He's been on yeah. Good Morning America. He's getting quotes he's, in USA Today. I, I mean, mean, he is. It's it, incredible. It was Good Morning America, wasn't it? I think so. It's, it's, it's one his of entire those. family, yeah. though, running the shop. He and his wife, Casey, who is lovely, and they're two little girls. They're, and, they're all amazing. Yeah, it's an incredible family. Definitely go support. They're Spelly. changing the way to PB&J, folks. That's right. Instead of the, the same old boring stuff. Boring. So go check them out. Our next sponsor is Coyote Hole Cider Works. Hard cider and cider sangria is from 100% Virginia apples. Located in the heart of Lake Anna in Mineral, Virginia. Follow them on Facebook and visit coyotehole.com. And right now, they've got an amazing light show on the weekends. Is it on the weekends or weekdays? It is on weekdays and weekends. Their their big light show is going on right now. And I just wanted to pull up this email from Laura over there at Coyote Hole so I make sure I get this right. On the 18th, which, as we are recording this, will be next weekend on Saturday. They are having a reserved craft event inside from 6 to 9 p.m. next Saturday night. And don't forget, they have got, they've got bonfires, or um, fire pits, I should call them, fire pits. They've got heated igloos that you can reserve for the light show. They've got indoor seating. They've got outdoor seating. They've got vendors on Saturdays that you can come on out. We're talking, like, really cool craft vendors and you know like LuLaRoe and paparazzi and sensi was out there the other weekend so lots of cool stuff going on and they've got a full menu folks a you full need... menu of food oh yeah and a full menu of ciders <laughs> that they do that they do and speaking of ciders we've still got these four 
packs of assorted ciders from Coyote Hole that we are going to give away as soon as we have 400 likes on our Facebook page. So go like us on Facebook. Find us Words and Music Podcast on Facebook. Of course, if you follow either one of us on Facebook, you can see the link. It's right there in our recent posts. We share it. We share it all the time. Click it. I'm gonna like go. It. I'm gonna go look and see if we've gotten any more uh, likes since we started talking. Let's go find out. We have. Ooh, we're at 382. 18 left. All right. That's right. There we go. There we go. Coyote Hole Cider Works going out very, very soon. Free getting up cider. There. We're getting and and up listen, there. if y'all like us, yeah, you share us. Mm-hmm. Get us more likes. Yeah, man. Send us to your peeps. <laughs> if you don't like us, tell peep. us. Yeah, please. We'd Let love to hear from you. Either be way. honest with me. Either way. Well, be honest with him. Don't be honest with me. I, I need to be liked. Be honest with me. If you don't like me, <laughs> tell me you don't like me. It's fine. <laughs> it's time for the red and blue download. All right. So it's funny. We're gonna be doing this. We're doing this podcast right now. Right. And we're about to recommend two other podcasts. <laughs> I'm about to recommend <laughs> one of my favorite podcasts. So That's mine okay. is the Dale Jr. download. This is a really good podcast. It's a really good podcast. And I'm not really, and this is funny because I'm not necessarily a huge, like I don't have a long list of podcasts that I listen to religiously, but the Dale Jr. Download, if you are even a passive NASCAR fan, it's a really interesting podcast yeah. because you get to hear all these old stories from back in the day. It's it's amazing. So my fandom of Dale Jr. goes back to the late 80s, early 90s. Okay. We went out to Martinsville, and and they, he wasn't racing up in you know in, in the Cup Series or anything. He was racing as he's, he's uh, sponsored by mom and pops restaurants, okay, an old school restaurant, yeah. and then uh, it was like an old Camaro, or whatever. He used to race with his sister, so that's where my love for you know Dale Junior came. Like I'm a fan from way back in the day, yeah. And it wasn't just because my old man's an Earnhardt fan, you know. I praise I, Hill, praise Dale. That's right. So, um, <laughs> I became a Junior fan, and when he came out with his this this podcast, right? I was it was the next cat's meow. Yeah, yeah. So, well, and what's cool is it's also televised. You can watch it on television. It what, is. What's yeah. the channel? It's on on TV. Uh, it's NBC Sports Network, I believe. Okay, I believe. And it can be like a two hour podcast. Some of them can be. Yeah. Like, well, I know this last one that he did with Kevin Harvick was like almost three hours. Wow, I believe. Really? Yeah, it was. But they had long. a lot to talk about. I'm sure. And it wasn't just what's going on now with Kevin Harvick and Chase Elliott. Right. It was the past stuff that's happened between Dale Jr. and Kevin Harvick. There's a, Kevin Harvick seems to. Just sort of ask for he drama. ruffles feathers. He likes the drama, so he's caused some drama in the past over the sure. years, and so they had a lot to talk about. Yeah. Which I think you know what it's kind of for me as a female to watch stuff like this. It's really kind of cathartic to see men like work their shit out because you don't yeah. get to see it very often. Well, you know, and if if you listen to them, if you start from the beginning, mm-hmm. you know they'll talk to you. They'll say, "Oh, well, this you'll you'll remember this person will never be on this podcast." This yeah, person will never be right. on this podcast. This person will never be on. So they hold actually, grudges. <laughs> right. But this is kind of like a closure for Dale Jr., you know, on, on a on, lot on, of evolution. Burying the hatchets. Yeah. You know, like he's had Kyle Bush, someone he swore would never be on on the podcast. Wow. Jimmy Spencer, mm-hmm. he swore he would never have on. Because Jimmy Spencer talked some shit about his dad after talked he died. Talked some shit, yeah. major shit about his dad Which and is, him. Uh, yeah. So it was like one of those things where, right. you know, but this is also closure for him on things with his dad. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that you the know? best episode that I watched with you was the one where he had Michael Waltrip on. Oh, oh. Oh, my God. I cried the whole time. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, Mikey, Mikey and Dale were best friends. Best friends, and the day Michael Waltrip wins the Daytona 500 is the day his best friend best dies. Friend and car owner dies. Yeah, like, on the same track. Yeah. 
There's a there's even a documentary, Michael Waltrip documentary that yeah. uh, we watched, mm-hmm. and it was amazing, yeah. amazingly done. Like the, it goes into the background of their relationship on them going to the to the you know the Bahamas or wherever, right. going fishing, you know, yeah, on, on Dale's right. boat, you know, yep. stuff like that. So, yeah. but with the Dale Junior download, it's 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 a lot of history. Yeah. So Dale's he's a he's a history buff of the sport itself. Mm-hmm. So he'll bring in all these old school drivers. Yeah. You know, and they'll talk, and it's just it's, it's amazing. It's a different look at the NASCAR environment. It's oh, a yeah. different look at the relationships between the different drivers. It's a different look at their interpretation of everything that goes on. Yep. And so you get to see them off the track, away from the racetracks, and then sort of the emotional side of NASCAR, which is really kind of cool. And the other thing about the Dale Jr. Download podcast is if you watch it on television, I get such studio envy. <laughs> His oh studio my God, is amazing. It's beautiful. Is that his race shop? It's incredible. And it's sponsored by Bojangles. Insane. Could you imagine I if we had probably get all the biscuits they can eat? Could you imagine if we had a sponsor on our wall? Yeah. For the studio? Oh like, my gosh. oh my God, that'd be cool. It would be cool. It's it sponsored be... by Bojangles. And Absolutely. they get Bojangles. It's a beautiful, beautiful studio. So the Dale Jr. Download podcast. Yes. That you can get anywhere you download your podcast. Anywhere you listen to podcasts. And you can also see it on TV on what was it? NBC. NBC Sports Network. Sports Network. All right. Now. Which I don't know. That's going to be going away the 1st of January. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Interesting. So I don't know where it's going to be. Well, I'm sure they'll let us know. I'm sure. All right. You ready for my download? Yes. Let's. I'm so excited about this. What is it? It's another podcast. Uh, What? That I have legit just added to my list of podcasts. And I only have, I think, four, including ours. (laughs) I'm like, that's (laughs) it. I have the Dale Jr. Download podcast. I have Ask Eliza Anything. She's Eliza Schlesinger is my favorite um, comedian. And then I have our podcast of course and then i have this one now because it is just started the official yellowstone podcast hosted by none other than jefferson white who plays jimmy on the show he's hosting a podcast and there's a one episode available so far plus the intro i haven't listened to the one episode yet but listen i listened to the intro though i did listen to the intro so it was only a couple minutes long but anyway it's the official yellowstone podcast and it's going to be a lot of really cool behind the scenes interviews with the actors from the show yellowstone and just kind of talking about what goes on behind the scenes which i am obsessed she is with yellowstone obsessed 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 and i'm kind of obsessed with jefferson white like he's a really cool he's cool dude. person he's cool dude to follow on socials absolutely and he was also my first cameo purchase. That's right, he was. Yeah. Did we ever talk about cameo? Have we? I think we've talked about cameo. No. No. I don't believe. Okay. so. Okay. Well, we'll have to talk about cameo on an upcoming episode. But the cameo app allows uh, cel- or you pay a celebrity to to make a video for someone you love, basically. Yeah. And it was your. It was our anniversary. Yes, it was. Our second anniversary, third anniversary, second anniversary. First. No. You sure. Yeah, because it was a year after. Um, your heart attack. So we had our first anniversary two days after your heart attack. And it was the next okay. year. So it was our second anniversary okay. that I enlisted the help of Jefferson White to wish you a happy anniversary. And it's really cool. You give him little details and then um, they they film a video. And his video to you was was pretty awesome. Oh, it was pretty awesome. Because the guy seems to be one of the most like just cool stand up young men in Hollywood. Like he just seems to be really this is the kind of guy I would go have a beer with. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Plus, he's got an interesting life that he's living. He lives half of his life filming out in Montana. Yep. 
and then he lives the other half of his life in his hometown of Brooklyn. Yeah. So, and he he's a photographer. Like he likes to take old pictures. Old thirty-five with, millimeter. For old thirty-five millimeter white photographer. Yeah. yeah. Old film. Um, he likes the old school stuff, and he's not even old enough to remember most of that shit. No, but he's using it, and, and it's he's cool. Taking amazing photos, incredible with photos. So, if you're not following Jefferson White on socials. And you're a fan of Yellowstone, I highly suggest it. I mean, he just posted one not too long ago, an amazing shot of, of Costner. Yeah, of Kevin Costner. Uh, you know, it, on uh, the set. It was just it was just a great photo. The lighting, yep. the backdrop, everything. I mean, yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah. So my download is the official Yellowstone podcast. Just what we need. More Yellowstone in this house. Hosted by Jefferson White, Jimmy, who, by the way, is out on the Sixes Ranch these oh, days. Jimmy. Trying to become a cowboy. That's an interesting, that is interesting historical mm-hmm. ranch that we just read about not too long ago. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I yeah. just read it all to you the other day. Mm-hmm. The Sixes Ranch down in Texas, yeah. who is now, what is now has been purchased by Taylor Sheridan. Yes. Is that what you were telling That's me? That's what yeah. I was Taylor reading. Taylor Sheridan is the guy who writes and produces and I believe directs yeah. Yellowstone. The Four Sixes Ranch. Mm-hmm. Plus, Taylor Sheridan is on the show. He acts on the show, too. And he's a real life rancher. Yeah. Like real. Like horse trainer. Like, mm-hmm. Absolutely. And yeah, real. Everything. Does it all. Yeah. Has the people come on his ranch, all the actors, actresses, everybody on his ranch. To train. Yeah. You will do what I tell you to do. <laughs> you will learn how to do it. And, then and you go, will not get hurt. Yeah. And then we'll go make a show. Yeah. Like that's the cool part. It is very, very he's cool. training them right. And he's getting free labor. I mean, yeah. <laughs> good point. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Taylor Sheridan is a pretty brilliant mind. Absolutely. Just in his own right. Yes. So I hope that the official Yellowstone podcast has him on as a guest. I really, really do. Let's hope. So there you go. That's our red and blue download for this episode. The Dale Jr. Download Podcast and the official Yellowstone podcast. Add them to your podcasting list if you don't have them there already. Check them out. Check them out. After like you're done listening stuff. to this podcast, by the way. Uh, absolutely. Of course, you know, because that only makes sense. That's right. We should be your number one. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, my God. All right. It's time for this some bullshit. Uh, <laughs> He's like, oh, now I got a twitch. <laughs> Tell us about the shiplap controversy. So we have a Christmas gift coming here soon. We won't delve any information into what that Christmas gift is just yet. So I've got to get some areas ready. In the basement. In the basement. Right. I've had some flooring that I needed to do. We've talked about the flooring that me purchased. Our never-ending home improvement. Yes, we've project. talked about we've talked about the flooring where we had to buy so much of it to to finish. Right, you know? this is so, the flooring that uh, was discontinued, yes. or it was yeah discontinued and then remade by another manufacturer yeah. or some shit like that. Right. So, I started laying the flooring, you know, on on the bare spots, and then uh-huh. I'm looking at my walls. Yeah, and I'm going, man, these walls need some love. <laughs> Honestly, they're just painted white. They're, I mean, you've never done anything with these walls since you've Besides been in this Besides puncture house. a lot of holes in it from a yeah. staple gun when I had a party here when I first moved in. I mean, bachelor behavior. Yes. Let's so, just staple the decorations up. It's exactly. fine. Exactly. <laughs> so I started thinking, what can I put on the walls? Yeah. So then I put, I was like, shiplap. Shiplap. Which I love, obviously. I love I anything nautical. Great. I think it looks really cool. Looks great. Yeah. Oh, the stuff I got... I don't know if I'm sold on. Wait, the shiplap itself? Yeah, the stuff I, I thought I the issue we were having was the adhesive. I think it's the shiplap. I don't Ew, know if it's... Okay. It, it's, it could be both. It I could see. be the shiplap. It could be the adhesive. So you started with a small wall just to sort of yes. get the hang of it. Get the hang of it. Mm-hmm. And, and what happened? The well, Explain the procedure of, of installing shiplap. 
uh, you're just putting it's like you put like a glue on the back. You stick you, you it, glue to, the it wall, to the wall, and then you tack, and you it, tack with a, it in with, with a nail gun. Nails. Yeah. Right. Okay. You know, so you're just lining up the pieces as they go. It looks right. like uh, I'll take a picture of them, post it so you guys uh-huh. can see it. Yeah. It overlaps each yeah. row overlaps the one below it. It kind of reminds me if you know like old cabins, cedar shanks. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of that. It's mm-hmm. how you overlap them and stuff like that. In a way. Mm-hmm. In a way. In a way. Well. Yesterday, I noticed some of these boards were yeah. starting to curl. So what happened is he came, he did the whole wall. Yeah. And then we had other, I think, what did we have dinner or something like that? And then you came downstairs and you noticed. It was way before dinner, but yeah. It okay. Well, you matter. took a, you took a break yeah. in some capacity and then, and then you then came back. The boards started curling. They were like peeling off the wall. Yeah. The one, the glue wasn't hold. So that's where the part of the, the, the type of glue that I, right. I used two styles. I had some Loctite glue that was in a self, uh, it was you like a, a self-contained can. Man, I cannot talk today. I don't it's know okay. what is going on. You're doing fine, sweetie. A self-contained tube that has a push button, you push on it, you know, and yep. then it comes out. It didn't need a caulk gun. When I bought the shiplap, it uh-huh. came, uh, it suggested buying this tube of uh, liquid, liquid nails. nails, and that's, you need a caulk gun with it. That stuff was horrible. It was your bare bottom $1.79 liquid nails. It was the cheap stuff. Right. And that is the section of shiplap that is coming off the wall, though. It is coming off the walls because, like, it didn't adhere. Mm-hmm. And then also, too, it's curling because it's pulling out from the nails. So the, the bottom half is pulling out. So I'm like, Interesting. what the hell is going on? So I don't know if it's because of the style that this stuff is. It's not that thick. It's supposed to be, like, reclaimed barn wood. Uh-huh. You know, that's thin and made in the shiplap. Yeah. I don't know if it's the good stuff. Okay. You know what I mean? So I don't know if it's yeah. if it's the right stuff for a basement. Because obviously you've never done this before. So nope, this you're was learning new, as you go. This was a new venture. Uh-huh. I like the way it looks. Uh-huh. I like the way a, it looks. Gives me a cabin feel. I wanted to do the whole basement in this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll be using this brand anymore. <laughs> because. I, of what's happening. This some bullshit. This some bullshit. It really is. Home improvement projects can be frustrating. Well, it can be because you have this this great idea in your mind, you know, and it's, you can it's, see it. You can see it. You're like, oh, it's, it's going to look, look amazing. So great. And, and then, then it something doesn't. goes wrong, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, womp womp. Come on, man. Like, man, I'm spending all this damn money and it don't work. <laughs> and man. all this time, I know. You know, that's the hard thing. So, <sighs> well, I'm sorry. I hope you get the shiplap figured out because I really do like the way that it looks. I think it looks great, too. I think if nothing else, the stuff that we have, we can make use of. You know, even if we pull that little stuff off the off that wall and we only go halfway up or we do something else. You know, I say yeah, we figure it out. Uh, maybe. I don't want to clean a wall with all the paint and everything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's all the glue, cleaning, cleaning all the glue off that one wall now? Yeah. Oh, man. That, That's going to be pain. Man. Okay. Well, we'll Ugh. figure it out. We'll figure out the shiplap. Because what's up there right now is some bullshit. It is some bullshit. All right, what you got? I don't know. I'm kind of changing my mind on this. I'm not sure if I even want to get into this because I feel like I'm going to get heated. And You're I don't want to go down a rabbit hole with this well, one. Well, here's the thing. I don't want to end the show on a negative note. You know what I mean? So I got to find a way to like switch it around positive by the end. Well, you know what? You can honestly, if you don't want to do this one, mm-hmm. you can actually go and do this into the intros of next show. You know, eh, if yeah. you wanted to. I'm I'm just gonna say this. Fucking radio. Yeah. <laughs> you right? know? Fucking radio. So I get a I get a text oh, message. Here we go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm, I'm going deep. 
I get a text message from a young lady um, yesterday in the radio industry. In fact, she started out as my intern back in the day, and she's a brilliant broadcaster. She has done large market, small market radio in several different formats. She's been in several different positions throughout her career in radio, which I believe is, I know she has gone past 10 years. She might be creeping up on 15. Okay, so she's been in radio since she was in college um, as my intern. Basically, she's, so I used to run in the intern program back in North Dakota, and I call these, I, I refer to them as my radio babies because I really took pride in teaching them everything there was to know about radio, right? And the right way to do it. She is incredibly talented. She has gone away from, so she's got like her home base in North Dakota, right? Uh Her home station that she's been on since college, right? Several times she has branched out. She has gone to Milwaukee. She has, you know, she's been in different markets. Now she has a goal. She wants to be in a warm climate on a beach or near one, right? She has been applying for jobs for years. She's always looking for a great opportunity, somebody to give her a shot, essentially. And she's she is incredibly good at the social media aspect of radio, which, you know, is a whole nother topic. Why? Why the hell do we have to concentrate so hard on that? Um, But she sends me a text message yesterday and asked me for some insight on the salary she was being offered at this station. Um. Because of its particular location. Well, its particular location is Virginia. Yes. And I'm just going to say it's a Richmond market. It's a Richmond. So they want her to do afternoons in Richmond and then also record a show every day for a station in Norfolk. Okay. So two shows a day is what they are requiring of her. They have done five Zoom interviews slash meetings with her. So they're obviously incredibly interested. They send her an offer letter. And then they lowball the hell out of her. They offered her um, a salary that is, it is low for the market she's in. Yes. Right. And now Richmond is a large market. When it comes to radio, Richmond is considered a large market, which means per capita, you know, population, all this kind of stuff. It's a ratings thing. It's a large market. They can afford to pay more. They are not offering her more because this is what radio does. And they do it especially to females. They try to see just how desperate you are. Because if you take a salary that is extremely low, they know that they can walk all over you. The salary they are offering her is legit a part-time salary. It's not even a median, close to the median income for her to, su- her, her to survive on by herself. She said, I would legit be the only live jock on this particular station. So I would be the face of the station that can't pay my rent, which just infuriates me. It absolutely 100% infuriates me because the radio industry sees. So what happens when you pre-record a show? It's called voice tracking. I used to do it. So I did the morning show on one station. I voice tracked the midday on the other station. It doesn't take as long to voice track, but it is still just as much effort because you have to get the prep. You've got to know the music. You have to come up with witty things to say. You have to have compelling content. That's how you keep your ratings high. If your ratings are high, they can sell you more easily to yep. clients and sponsors. Okay. So, and, um, so to but and, uh, the problem is to um, upper management, voice tracking looks, it's like they think it takes you five minutes and it takes absolutely no effort, right? They think that it's easy. Yeah. In fact, my, and I just, it's funny, I just in my Time Hop app, <laughs> Time Hop, 
came across a screenshot from last year when um, my old GM made some sort of snide comment about how I wasn't working. And I said, gosh, you guys, I guess you must have missed the road. Like I used to record this um, Saturday night show. It was a four hour show and it took me a long time. Absolutely. To you'd, put it together. You'd come down here to the basement in your studio and you'd you be gone You wouldn't see for me for half a day. Half a day. Because it, t- it took me a long time. I had to rewrite a script. I had to put this, the whole thing. I had to produce it all. But they saw it because it was pre-recorded. They saw it as something that was easily put together and no effort on my part. So he didn't even consider it a show. Even yeah. though I was, I'm here working my ass off. Oh, yeah. And so those are the kind of things that infuriate me because the people in upper management at radio, they don't see nor do they consider the work put in by the on-air talent. And the on-air talent is not only taking their time, but they're literally pouring their guts out all over that board. Right. They're not fucking around in that studio. You know what I mean? It's not It's not a simple job, even though a lot of people go, oh, all you do it all day is push a button and play music. It's not like that. Yep. I used to have somebody in my life that would say, a monkey could do your job. You know? Like, I would like to see one try. I would like to see anybody try. Because it takes talent, it takes knowledge, it takes, you, you have to know how to work the equipment, you have to know what's hot in the, you know, the world of pop culture, depending on the format, you have to know the music, you have to know the artists, you have to know how to relate to your audience. So to see that still in 2021, during the great resignation, the rest of the country is struggling to find workers, that these assholes still think it's okay to throw out this minuscule salary offer to someone who is highly talented, highly trained, has a phenomenal resume, and is willing to move halfway across the country. They're not even, by the way, offering to pay her moving expenses. And it yeah, just, yeah, that's crap. That's, it's garbage. And the problem with it is she'll probably take the job. Because and I and I mean I I went back and forth with her and I was like you gotta know your worth you have to know your worth. Oh, well, that's with anybody. And there is and she's like I know, but nobody ever talks about salary, especially in, in a situation like that. And women especially don't we don't reveal how much we get paid because we know we didn't get paid shit. Well, now's the time to start talking about. And it. And that's what I told her. I said now is the time because it, it and, but the problem here is it's like a it's like one of those catch twenty twos. If she says no to this. They'll find another girl who'll say yes tomorrow. And that's the sucky part. It is the sucky part. It yeah. 100% is. And honestly, when it comes to the demise of the radio industry, in my humble opinion, we did it to ourselves. Because the fact that these stations want you to do a live shift in this city and then voice track a shift in another city. Uh-huh. That is taking a job away from, from the person else, in local. that city. Yep. Local, not not giving a local jock a chance in Norfolk because now it's being voice tracked from Richmond, and it happens yeah. all over the country. It was happening here. It was happening here. Yeah, yeah. I and got replaced by an out of town voice tracker from someone from when Virginia I was on Beach. the classic rock station. Well, yeah, that too. You know, but so it's just it's one thing after another, and radio doesn't seem to see the problem. Not at all. And that's where it's like you, everybody. If everybody, it's one of those situations where the ants are not paying attention. And the, you know, you know how it is like the, the leaders are, you know, basically pulling the wool over your eyes. But if everybody down here at this level got together and fucking revolted, things could change. It's never going to happen. No. And that's why I don't do radio anymore. Not unless we buy a radio station and change it. How cool would that be? But anyway, this is one of those big corporate radio stations down there and they really do not care. They don't see the talent as even like they don't care. 
if she doesn't take the job, they'll find somebody in another city to voice track it until, you know, I mean, somebody's obviously on the air right now. Sure. So it'll be what it'll be. Um, I hope she doesn't take the job. And if, and I told her, I said, if you do, I said, worst case scenario, you go back to them and say, listen, I'm going to need at least moving expenses. You have to, you have to make this worth my while to upheave my entire life and move a halfway across the country. If you can do that, great, I'll take the job. And I said, worst case scenario, you take this shit offer and you go to this city and then you work on making the next jump. You don't ever stop applying for another job. You know what I mean? Because it's just, it's a never ending shit show. But also, is it something that she would be comfortable taking that cut to come here? That's the thing. She's not going to be able to pay her bills. I know. That's it, what I'm saying. And that's it's, it's the, the, that's the I thing. wouldn't even have suggested it to her. I would be like, no, no, don't no, take no. It. I didn't suggest it. No, 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 I no, told no, her no, don't no. do it. Yeah, but don't. I, but I said worst case scenario, if yeah. you decide to do it, then do not stop looking for another job. Get closer to the beach. And I told her you network. You friend this person on Facebook. You find out this person's. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you connect with all these people. And if you need me to connect you to them, I will. Sure. You know because that's how. I mean that's the biggest thing about radio is is. Uh, a lot of people are successful because of the network that they build. It's just like in my industry. It's not on what you know. It's who you know. It's who you know. Absolutely. And it's it's how difficult or easy you are to work with. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you can very quickly in radio become a doormat. And I, I, I'm speaking from experience. Oh, yeah. And I don't want to see her go through that because she is incredibly talented and she can do what she wants to do. You know, she's, she's very, very, and she'll get there. Anyway. Anyway. Hey, radio. Yeah. There's some bullshit. Yeah, it is. Stop it. They're not going to. They're not going to. They don't care. They just care like, about it. That's them. the thing that I still wrestle Dollars with. Dollars in the pocket. Yep. That's the thing I, I still wrestle with on a daily basis. Radio is more concerned about the bottom line and the money that they make than they are about their people. And if they just stopped for a quick second and took care of their people, they would have so much more success. They'd have more money in the bank. Oh, absolutely. If they just took care of their people. That's with anything. But what the Not hell do just I radio, know? but that's with anything. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Throwing it on as a point. That's right. it. Yeah. That's some bullshit. Bullshit. All right. So now I got to, I got to, we got to bring this back to around to a positive. It's almost Christmas. Uh huh. Super duper excited for Christmas. Ready for it to be over. I have to wrap some presents though. So I need to go get some Christmas wrapping paper <laughs> because I can't put everything in Harley Davidson wrapping Use the paper. Harley paper. <laughs> can't do it. Won't do it. <laughs> not gonna do it so as soon as we're done with this podcast i'm running to the store for more wrapping paper you got paper here i do not have the right why don't you tell them what kind of paper, paper you have here harley davidson paper no that's not all what do you got <sighs> you got like three or four more rolls of this tropical stuff yeah, that i got all you. the same and we've been using and it then i got years. you buffalo plaid <laughs> you got me buffalo <laughs> plaid is that really where you're going with that no. You got it for me. I got it okay. for everybody. Mm-hmm. But there's yeah. still plenty of the tropical stuff and the buffalo plaid. Yeah. Well, I don't have enough choices. And I am a girl. Use what we have I, first. No. I need more wrapping paper. So I'm going to go get some wrapping paper. This Are you bullshit. ready? We don't need this. That's my next this bullshit. We don't need 20. <laughs> but how many wrap rolls of wrapping paper did we have before? We I had an astronomical amount of rolls. Yeah, and of, we've used them all. Yes, and we still and have down to the stuff, bare minimum, old stuff. And I'm tired of it. I'm bored with use it. Use the old I want, stuff. No, I want new stuff. All I'm saying. Use it. <laughs> use it. I'm not using it. I'm going to get new stuff. Use I'm going to hit the button right now, and the, then I'm running to the, the store. Use the old stuff <laughs> and just use it. Use the old stuff, and there you go. I, she hit the button on me. I hit the button because I'm going to get more wrapping paper. Words and music.